my pick. My right, fair enough. Okay, ready? Yep. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sex and Violence, your weekly punk rock movie podcast about boobs and balls, guns, violence, swords, punching through fucking body parts, mouths, walls, who knows what else, all sorts of violent stuff. I am one of your hosts. My name is Gabriel Mara, and with me, as always, Ryan Snyder. Hi, Ryan. Hello, sir. How are you? Good. Yourself? Doing good. It's a an oddly cold summer day. Yeah, it's been nicely temperate. Oh, not for me. I'm cold. Oh. I'm always cold, Ryan. I was shivering if like my but I'm also I'm sweaty at the same time. Mm. Something was really nice. Felt like, you know, I'm like on a stand in a courthouse because they're always so cold and then you're being interrogated so you're sweaty. Shivering like a chihuahua. Yeah. <laughs> like the little chihuahua I am. Yeah, it's true. If we're anthrop um Ryan, if you were an anthropomorphic dog, what would you be? Hmm. That's a good question. Maybe some kind of some kind of like sheep dog. A sheep dog? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like a like a boxer. Oh that's that's yeah, but you, you have like a, that's, yeah. that's what I had all grown up was boxers, too. Oh, that fits you. So this is dog talk. Yeah. What were you talk. if you were a dog? What would you be? Oh, clearly, be? I'd, I'd be like a chihuahua. You think? Or I'd be some kind of like little Yorkie, some You'd kind like of a, terrier. toy dogs. Yeah, I'm, I'm clearly a toy dog. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a little terrier, a little of, adorable thing. Yeah, short, you know, small mm-hmm. and cute. Yeah, but like I just, I just keep on barking and biting. And crazy girls love you. Crazy girls love me. I fit in a purse. For a while, I was kind of like a purse dog to a bunch of different girls in New York. Just like, on, weirdly, they were all filmmakers, too. And i just like hang out with them. They'd just be like, oh, I want you on set because you do good and I like having you around. And I'm like, I'll take it. Mm, me do good snoo snoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there was no snoo snoo. Oh. No. Sad face. No, it's okay. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, enough with dogs. Mm-hmm. Enough dog talk. So, we did a movie this week. We flipped a we coin. We flipped for a, a coin movie. from. Well, no, I came in because so this is our violence pick. You know, as part of our new uh, picking format, we alternate sex, violence, and a movie or some music pick. And this week it was me with a violence pick. And what I wanted to originally like originally do my initial choice was uh, Bruce Campbell's Maniac Cop because that's one that's always been in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, we haven't done a Bruce Campbell yet, and we're big Bruce Campbell fans. And uh, it turned out it wasn't available for rental really on Amazon. So we ended up picking, so I thought maybe we would do either one of two movies, one of which was Tango and Cash, yep. favorite amongst the both of us, or this one that um, I wanted to do also this week, and we flipped a coin for it, and guess which one won, Ryan? Which one? It was Tango and Cash. Oh, no, no. It was Ricky you o. sure? Oh. Ricky I o. was watching the wrong movie. Yes, you were. My eyes were just glaring the entire time. God damn you. Yes. And all the time, I'm like actually, shrieking I'm, with laughter. I, like I said uh, before we went, like I'm extremely happy that the the flip landed on tails. Yes. Like I love Tango and Cash. Yeah. So uh, much. Oh, you know, I I was trying to remember this without looking it up. What's Tango's first name? I don't know because it's there's. Is it, Gabriel? He's Gabriel Cash. I want to say it's Raymond, but I, I think I think you're right. I think it is Raymond. Is it Ray Cash? I think Ray so. Tango. Yeah. That's I think, right, right? I think you're right. Listeners, tweet at us. We're not going to look it up. Yeah, I'm not looking it up. I'm proud. Us. Yeah. I'm a man. Just refer to them by their last names. Mm-hmm. Just hang on cash. You don't need more. Remember, That's like, one of my favorite lines, too. You fell for the oldest trick in the book. Bad cop, worst cop. Uh-huh. Oh, I love it. Or I think about in Cliffhanger, where at one point they're like, Tango, Tango, we have the cash. And mm. I'm like, ha-ha. Hey. Callbacks. But what we did was a classic 1991 Chinese film, one that's been haunting me since the early aughts when I had internet. It's called 
Ricky O, the story of Ricky. Famous kung fu film directed by Lam Nai Choi. It's 90s as fuck and super ridiculous, super violent prison film about a man who gets sent to prison and starts punching fucking holes in people. Yeah. That's a fairly accurate description of the plot. I was about to ask you, do you want to do a sum up for the plot? But I yeah, kind of did it. I, I can, I, I'll give it a little bit more yeah. to it. Uh, so, Ricky goes to prison. Mm -hmm. uh, Ricky's a very, very handsome man. Yeah, he's handsome. He's kind of, like, he's cut. He has you know? a glorious, like, like, whose haircut does he have? Mm. Like, it was like, there's clearly, like, an 80s singer with the same haircut. He looks like he could be a younger version of, uh, uh I can't remember the character's name, uh, from Old Boy. Uh, the lead guy or the villain? Oh, um, uh, Odessu? Yeah, he looks like he could be a younger version. I was thinking more like David Cassidy. Okay. He has like a, like a 70s, like, like pop boy singer haircut. Yeah, a little bit. And when his flashbacks, when he's wearing his adorable little vests and everything. Uh-huh, when he was cutesy. Mm-hmm. So he gets sent to prison, and as, uh, we find out through flashbacks, it was because I, I, I'm gonna say it was his girlfriend, but... Yeah. Yeah. His girlfriend saw... A bunch of heroin dealers dealing mm -hmm. and she got taken hostage and then tried to run away and then ran off the roof uh, what was her plan <laughs> it was so bad. it was ridiculous oh my god was she high great. like um, so uh, I, I don't even know where to begin with this movie. everything is so over the top i, I feel like awesome. either we could say absolutely nothing or everything about this film i think we should say everything everything so it it opens with him like uh you got to step forward say your name and then go through the metal detector mm -hmm. He steps forward, says his name, and just goes through the metal detector without being told to. Mm -hmm. And it goes off. And then they're like, oh, it's his belt. And then they have him in an x-ray, and he's got five bullets in his Embedded chest. Embedded in his chest. And they're like, why don't you have the bullets removed? He's like, they're souvenirs. Yeah. <laughs> they're little prizes. I was like, okay. It's, mm -hmm. I would get them removed, but... Yep. All right. How long did it take for you to get into this movie? Uh, three minutes. Yes. Yeah, very quickly. Mm -hmm. I was on board. When, it, when I... I think probably the first fight in the in the showers yes where they beat the shit out of ma ma yeah who's basically uh what's the name of the guy who hangs himself in shawshank oh uh brooks old brooks that's why i said this is kind of like a uh this is like shawshank if it was more violent over the top and andy dufresne wasn't a bitch mm -hmm. it's Not funny books it's really great i uh instead of being crafty he just punches shit yeah, it's so... Uh, God damn it. Every fight scene is amazing. No, like, like it, I shrieked with laughter every time something ridiculous would happen. So, like, guys, I, I, I just... If you've never seen this movie, please go see it. It was on Netflix for a long time. It's gone now. But it is on Fandor, which is like $4 a month. Uh, just Google um, GIFs of this movie. Just yeah. search Riki O, R-I-K-I-O-H. Just search GIFs. And you'll see all of the... Um, I almost don't want you to spoil them, but... This movie does some of the best, most hilarious, fake-looking, but still totally wonderful, gory, close-up violence. Mm -hmm. It's fucking magical. Or just watch the whole thing. It's a breezy yeah. 90 minutes, and yeah. it's it's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. It's um, If you're a fan of, like, I'd say kung fu movies mm -hmm. it's like it's really over the top kung fu and if you like like evil dead if you like ridiculously yeah, this is kind of like raimi-esque yeah i was i was wondering about that like what do you think the like main influence of it was do you think there was definitely like an evil dead influence on this i think what happened was a whole bunch of like movies like a movie store in like the u.s must have closed down uh-huh and a big giant box of shit from like 1970 
to like 1985, landed at the filmmakers and like writers. Lam Nai Choi. And just they binge watched everything and decided to make the most like violent, grotesque, over the top uh-huh. movie. And, you know, there's I, a lot of there's a lot of shit in here that I think is connected to like your new Hollywood stuff of the 70s and then mm-hmm. your gory like horror movie stuff from the 80s. Yes. Slasher flick almost. Yeah. There's like there's it's not horror elements, but it's hilarious, gross out gore. Like, I want to double-check this. Like, did Brain Dead or um, uh, Dead Alive come out before or after? And it came out after. Hmm. But it's... it's The gore effects are stupid-looking, but they're also amazing. That you don't mistake it for a real person. This it Like, all of the... Oh, my. I'm getting a phone call. Oh, jeez. Hold on a second. That's quite all right. Katie, you're on speakerphone. We're recording Sex and Violence right now. Hi, Katie. Oh, no way! Yes. Listeners, this is Katie Kometz. She interrupted our talk about Ricky O because she's having microphone problems. That is me. I always have some sort of problem going on. Want to say hi to Ryan? Hi. Hi, Ryan. How are you? I'm great. How Could are be you? better without the troubles. Yes, indeed. Katie, while I have you and also Travis and Isabella, what are your favorite kung fu movies? Favorite kung fu movies? Kung fu panda? Uh, yeah, that's basically all I've got. That's all oh. I've got. Oh. You kids. You're fired. You kids these days. Yeah, well, what, what's your favorite Bruce Lee movie? Talk louder. Alright, well, okay, well, that's it. We got Kung Fu Panda in the... And in some the Bruce Lee movies. Okay. <laughs> we're terrible. Kids these days. Alright, well, um, Katie, so we're going to go back to recording. Um, If you have any further yeah, troubles, just shoot me a text message. Will do. Sorry about that. When are you going to guest on our show? I will guest anytime you ask me. Okay, make sure you pick something extra sexy, violent, or punk rock. Alright, we'll do. Okay, bye kids. Alright, see ya. Sorry about that, listening. Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda, are you serious? I feel like some Bruce Lee movies is the most, like, glossed over answer you could give. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. I feel like um, people just don't appreciate it anymore. I know, it's a it's a forgotten genre. Yeah, I mean, really what was is. the last good American martial arts film? It's kind of a moot point, because I think what nowadays... If you want any kind of sweet martial arts, at least we have John Wick and Atomic Blonde. Yeah, that's true. There's really not too much. Yeah, I mean, who was the last breakout, like, Asian-American, like, fighter star in America? Like, Jet Li? Probably. Yeah, maybe Tony Jaa. I watched the the end of last night, Lethal Weapon 4. Oh, how'd that go? Uh, I was pointing shit out to Michelle Monaghan about it, Mm -hmm. about how the series became sillier and sillier. And then she shot back with, can't you just sit back and enjoy things? No. no. Has she met us? Yeah, I know. I think she's just sick of Foolish hearing question. it for the last Actually, years. you know what? Reverse on that, we really enjoyed Ricky O. Yeah. I think this, like, so going back to the movie, it is just, like, how would you sell this to someone who isn't one of us? Say that someone's kind of on the fence, you know they like, they, they've only seen, like, Pulp Fiction and uh, Boondock Saints and Enter the Dragon. How okay. would you sell it to them? Um... Tell it as if it was me. Okay, I would say. Hey, sell... Ryan, I've only seen some Bruce Lee films. Okay. My favorite need... movie is Boondock Saints. Okay, these are all very, very popular things that you've been watching. What you need to do is get down in the dirt a little bit, go back, and find some stuff that's hidden gems. Because they can be only yours then. And we can share this experience. Hmm. There's not many people that have seen this, and it's cool as shit. You should probably watch it. What's this movie about, Ryan? Ricky O? It's about a badass martial artist who is getting revenge for his dead girlfriend, and he does it in hilariously grotesque ways. Watch this movie. Okay, I guess so. I'm gonna go vape now. (laughs) Out. And that was the great scene. I love the violence in this movie. 
It is so like it's, it's it, like Muppet violence somehow. That like I remember for me, I was like, oh, I, I know this movie's gonna be silly and fun. Yeah. But the moment that I was like, yes, okay, I chose correctly, was when uh. And after the shower scene of poor Ma, when he just trips and his face lands on the nail board. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yes. Uh, besides that, I think the best thing about this movie is that it's actually really well paced. Mm-hmm. That, you know, you know like, a key to a bad like action film, I think, is if they give you money shots right away. Is if like all they do is it's like 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 Family Guy cutaway jokes. Yeah. That back in the early seasons, uh, they were an absolute highlight of the thing, and they used them sparingly because they knew they were you know a crutch, and then they just steered right into it later on and start becoming really embarrassing. And I think if this movie was if every scene had a scene of Ricky punching a hole in someone, super gory, ridiculous like stuff like that, it would have gone old and fast. Instead, they meted it out really slowly and purposefully that. And then for whatever reason, Ricky would immediately be like, Oh no, I have to save you now! After, like, punching a guy's arm open. Yeah. But which one was your favorite out of all the glorious, slow-motion, Muppet-exploding head things? Uh, I, there was one, there were two that I really thought were funny. Uh, when Ricky hits a guy in the back of the head and his eye pops out. Yes. I was like, wow, just a quick little tap and <laughs> there it goes. Boop. Straight out. Mm-hmm. And the guy getting his jaw punched off. Yes. Was pretty, pretty freaking great. Uh-huh. Where, like, it's just... Like, I, I I, don't know how to describe these. You are cackling through this whole movie, too. Yeah, no, I love it so much. It's... it. it you need to have such a, a delicate hand to do something so gratuitously violent so well. That my favorite one is probably when the fat guy of the uh, the biker gloves mm-hmm. when he smashes he claps the guy's head and the uh, bars open. His, his special coconut technique. Yes, his coconut technique, and it's so fast it, mm-hmm. it, it just pops in there. Like it's, like, I think a bad director would have like done a lot of sl- like stupid slow motion fixating out of it and overusing it. Mm-hmm. And the director whose name is three syllables that I can't ever remember, it's like Lam Nai Choi. Yeah, Lam Nai Choi. He. He's smart about it. It's paced well. Mm-hmm. And it's silly and it's fun. It's a cartoon and still shit gets like... Yeah. It's, uh, it, it follows this format that I like with the Kung Fu movies that I enjoy more where you have multiple like opponents mm-hmm. and you almost have to like progress through them yeah. like a video I, game. I always love that. I love it when a movie presents you, especially if it's a movie, like, like less or so a TV show because mm-hmm. I know that those have to stall for time. I love it in a movie when it's about a man who has to defeat a team of people, like one-on-one, generally speaking. And they all have like certain specialized exactly. skill sets. Um, I'm going to bring to you an anime film sometime down the line. It's called Ninja Scroll. It's a famous one. It's ridiculous. It's gory. See if you and can find it. Anime films to me are like Coen Brothers films. Still haven't found one I love. Um, this is a good one. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. Okay. And it's about, you know, a wandering ninja who gets involved in some kind of ridiculous whatever the hell. You know, I love wandering ninjas. Yep. And he has to kill an entire team of villains who are out to get him. And they all have different abilities. And you know that you just can, it's, it's going on a checklist, Death List 5 style. I love a good Death List 5. Mm-hmm. So that was something to look forward to every time someone's getting, just checking off names. And like I, I even said to you, almost uh, like there's half an hour left in the movie, I think. And I'm like, I wonder how I wonder this is going to end soon. Because he has to kill those two guys yet because he's like going yeah. down the list. And then there's still the warden. And I wonder if he's going to fight the warden. 
Of course. Secret final boss, the fucking warden. Yeah, who, you know, to be a warden in China, you actually have to be a kung fu master. Yes. Which, you can transform into I'm a fucking monster. I'm not being clip about this. He literally says you need to be a kung fu master to be yeah. a, a warden. Well, it is a wonderful movie. Yeah. Just It kind of reminded me a little bit of a movie I might pick for, like, a violence pick um, to go back to the well of our, I believe it was our second episode, mm. Lone Wolf and Cub. Yeah. So Lone Wolf and Cub 2 does this great thing, which... Um, the Americanized version of uh, Lone Wolf and Cub, uh, Shogun Assassin, mm. the first two movies were cut together and they took most of part two of uh, Lone Wolf and Cub to make that movie. So what, what's going on in that one is there are three dudes, I think it's the, the three deaths, maybe three deaths, something. And he has to fight them. And you don't get that fight until the end of the movie, but there's all sorts of, like, lieutenants in between. Cool. But when you do get that fight at the end, it's three on one, and those skill sets all come out. And Cool. Oh. It's just building anticipation, which I think yeah. a lot of movies don't know how to do anymore. It's that you you want to have... You want to be surprised by a final boss, that kind of thing. That um, I made this comparison to uh, to Danny and Katie um, on uh, Slow Readers, that, you know, in a story... Um, at a hundred minutes of a script in traditional Hollywood films, you have the trailer moment, you have the big climax, and a good movie will save the final climax for after that, where it really fucking escalates. Mm -hmm. And that's like you think you've seen the biggest thing the movie has to offer, and then it uh, tops it by having something even awesomer yeah. afterwards. It's something like what uh, Fantastic Four, the new one, like poor, poor, what's his face, just couldn't get it done the way he wanted. Josh Trank. Josh Trank. That, like, they get into a fight with Doctor Doom. He kills the mentor, and then they uh, have to fight Doctor Doom, and then it's over. In in actual story that in storytelling, the structure wise, you fucked up. They're supposed to, after you kill the mentor, there's supposed to be a downtime, get things get even lower, and then you rise up to fight the mentor, right? Fight fight the villain, instead of jumping straight to it. Mm -hmm. It's you you've messed up the pacing, and in this that I think the really best stories, you think you know what's gonna happen. And then something else happens that you enjoy. And then you think, oh, maybe maybe they're not doing it the way I thought they were going to do it. And then it surprises you by doing, oh, we were going there the whole fucking time. And now we're going to have a giant monster boss fight in this ridiculous prison fighting movie. Yes. I want a video game of this. I want, you know what, if you were to, you think this movie should be like kept the same? Or do you think it's a movie that could be like Americanized almost and remade? I think, or would you lose too much of it? I think you'd lose too much of it. This movie like feels like something you'd find in a VHS bin in 1993. Yeah. Because it's not traditionally good. It is awesome. And it's really, really well made for being an awesome movie. But it gets away of such cheesy... It, it can be cheesy and corny if it's violent effects, but it's still fun and funny. I think... The especially today, maybe if it was made in like 1994 in America, if someone doing a really grody slapdash job of it, give it to like Raimi or someone. Yeah. Yeah, but I think in today's film Rainier, climate, Raimi uh, or Rodriguez. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, like the 90s era Rodriguez would have done a fun thing like this, but I think with American censorship, it just wouldn't fly. It would they'd have to cut corners, or even worse, they try to make it cool by adding a Lincoln Park soundtrack to it, that right. kind of thing. It would just be. It, I think that this is only a movie that could have been made in Hong Kong in 1991. Yeah, I, I just want more of it. I guess that's. I'm, I'm being selfish about it. Like I asked you, I, I, if there were more sequels, and you said there's like kind of an unofficial one. Yeah. 
I, I, I want a whole series. I want to follow this dude like the entire time. Yeah, you know, it's, it was originally a comic book. Yeah. So um, you can always look into that. It is called like Ricky O. It's like a, uh, let's see, it's based on a comic called Ricky O. Is that it? I think so, yeah. Like there's there's not a lot of times where I come out of a movie and I want more. Mm-hmm. And this left me wanting more. So good on the, you know, people who Lam made this. Lam Nai Choi. What's that? Lam Nai Choi. Oh, okay. Long night short. Okay. Probably Good didn't do much other than that. That's unfortunate. I mean, it's he he does come off kind of like a a lit, like mid to late eighties horror director. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the vibe I get from his directing. Okay, so here's something fun. So uh, the first time I ever heard of this movie was off this website. I forget what it's called now. Listeners, if you remember, please let me know. It was called like Encyclopedia Obscura, but it's not the Encyclopedia Obscura. Mm-hmm. And I remember like the logo. The logo was like a hamster or something. But it was a lot of articles about dumb movies of great gifs before I even knew what a gif was. And there were two that I remember. It was Ricky O and another one called. Uh, I think the title was something like a Chinese sexy ghost story, and apparently the mm-hmm. current um, anglicized title is called Erotic Ghost Story, and it's also made by. Uh, was it a different name? Wait, that's him, right? Yeah, it just has two different names. But um, it's also made by this guy. And it's... I remember seeing the GIFs and it's like crazy sex fighting and people strapped to wheels and like dicks smashing and everything. So that might be another secondary choice. Okay. But ah, not a fun movie. Yeah. It's... So much gore. And just, I just... I, I wish I could transfer my energy to people so I can just watch this thing. I want to like... <sighs> see how difficult it is to find on actual DVD. I want to own this. Yeah, I'm sure it should be easy. Because I would love to bring this to uh, my uncles who introduced me all the cool shit mm-hmm. and be like, do you guys ever see this? Because to be able to like go to them, the masters, and be like, yeah. I have something you I haven't seen. I have an seen. offering. Here you are, my gods. Every Enjoy. time, you, every time you, like, you'd see, like, you'd see Ricky's face. Who, um, Rick, Ricky, by the way, plays uh, the... Northern the foreigner from Ip Man. If anyone's seen the Ip Man movies, like the guy who comes into Ip Man's town to challenge all the masters, that's him with a really modern haircut, unlike the ridiculous feathered hair. And he has what, in like this. fifteen years later, too, right? More than that. No, maybe that's about right. Fifteen. That sounds about right, actually. Ip Man was like two thousand nine. This was ninety one, right? Yeah, ninety one. Yeah. So yeah, okay. Well, a little older. Yeah, a bit older, but still very handsome. You know, when you're Asian, you know, crack. Yeah, good point. But I love every time before you'd have like the ridiculous like bloody punches. It would build you up like 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 a drum roll almost. Mm-hmm. It would do like a Wes Anderson full straight camera angle on Ricky's face. He'd start like panting. His eyes would go super wide, and he'd grit his teeth. And then you'd, you'd know it was coming. And then you'd just see him either punch someone's like arm explode or through a stomach or something. It's it's just so great. So they mentioned that's one thing I I think could have been better is. Uh... The, the score for this? Yeah, the score is very, very 90s Hong Kong. Like, I, I almost wish it would be, like, a little bit more, like, you almost could have gone, like, a punk rock, like, kind of feel angle I for I could have seen it. I don't know. See what grody early 90s punk band was around that could have yeah. done this for them? I'm sure they would have loved it, too. Yeah, 100%. I feel like I'd find Ricky O on VHS. That'd be good own. Because I remember always I'd see on the Ricky O, like, like DVD box in places. And it would always have really, really ugly, clearly uh, Microsoft Word word art to mm. be the font for Ricky O, the story of Ricky. Let me see if I can find it. I could also see like a uh, late 80s, early 90s like hip-hop group doing the, doing the soundtrack. Oh my god. Yeah, uh, word art. 
This would be fun on VHS. Yes. We could get. Dead formats. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you know, probably the anime and such is from the same guys who did uh, Fist of the North Star, which actually makes a lot of sense. Fist of the North Star? Yeah, Fist of the North Star. It's a famous manga and such. Also hilariously hyper-violent. Oh. Or it, I think a lot of it is this guy punching holes through people and, like, doing really, really weird martial arts techniques. I do love hyper-violent. Who was your favorite member of the, uh... Was it the... The, the great, the great, the gang of four. Gang of four. Oh, they're all very interesting. Mm-hmm. Like um, such little writing. King of the North. Also, King of the North all. cells was probably he was the most fleshed out. So yeah, that's true. Then the, the other guy who like was the deadly quilt mm-hmm. artist. The the crocheter. Yeah, the crocheter. The knitter. The knitter. With his uh, flock of seagulls bangs. Oh my god, ridiculous. No, I like super feminine one. So like. I think I'm going to post this one on on the internet if I can figure out how to do get them GIFs. Uh, th- I love this one. Okay, guy's head coming off. Yes, where he great. punches off half a guy's head in the yeah. top half. That I love that. In this, Whenever it happens, you see that they're clearly well done enough like mannequins. Yeah. <laughs> so it, very well it's enough to crack you up, but it's still them. And then they escalate it immediately by throwing like a metric bucket of gore onto it. Yeah. And really great like sloppy brain effects. It's awesome. What was yeah. your favorite? Uh... Probably the the lead the leader from the North Cell, but then again I'll. Which was when he when he pulls out the uh, his intestines. Yeah, that was awesome. Yes. Because he, he you're like oh he's gonna you know commit ritual suicide and then he tries choking drink. him with his fucking <laughs> intestines. own intestines. Uh, oh, it was so good. He had the most balls. Mm-hmm. I, I I was really having a tough time figuring out if the uh, the one was a uh, male or female. I think it was definitely a very pretty dude. Yeah, because I was like. Ah. Yeah, I like that he was he was made to be the main villainish kind of guy, like the the head dude, like uh, one of his guys to fight. What was your thing? You said they were like um, Superman's villains. Yes, like Zod's posse. Yeah. What were they called? Just the Kryptonians. Mm-hmm. The Zod Zod posse. Yeah, I think they're just the Zod Squad. Zod Squad. Nailed it. Cool. So, uh, final thoughts on Riki O before we move on to our next segment. Uh, take a break. It is awesome. It is one of the better well not not better but more fun kung fu movies i've seen yeah so if you like you know kung fu stuff if you like bruce lee movies Mm -hmm. you'll probably like this yeah it's 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 so serious yet silly it's somehow i don't know how they walk that line so well it's fucking absurd but i wonder if there's a lot of laughter on the set or if I like, I can imagine it being either some dudes i don't know if i wanted to take it more seriously or less seriously, like how it should have gone. But like you said, the tone of it is very even. But like, mm-hmm. you can really go two different directions by going one of those two routes. Yeah, I but I think it, it hits the perfect middle note of yeah. it because I think it would be weird going either way. But I I really want to believe that it was on the set that the guys were all like, "That was awesome. Yeah, I love it. This is perfect." And when the girl just runs and jumps off the roof, she doesn't even jump. She just kind of falls, and yeah. the mannequin like, like, what slides was your down. Plan? What were you going? Like before I could even finish my sentence, I'm like, "Why did you run to the roof?" No. Nope. Yep, right off. Yeah. Why? And she just lands with the best <laughs> voice. It's like, That's sploop. Done. Done. Oh, oh. That was great. Uh, so I'd give this movie two eyeballs out of the head up. Nice. Um, I'd give it a, let's see. I don't think I can top that. 
No. So, uh, Sex and Violence, Seal of Approval? Yeah, absolutely. Put it on the VHS box. Go see it, everyone. Go see it. It's great. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything bad to say about it. No, it's, it's such this a wonderful movie. This is why I hate when we like, both love a movie. All we can do is like, <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, I love it. Go see it. I love it. But oh, we should pick some more like divisive curios. Yeah. Uh, well, mine for next week, I think you might. Ooh. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll that. After the we'll break. Next. Okay. So, we're going to go on a quick break, everyone, and then uh, we'll be back. Oh, also, yeah, Danny, go do your thing. Um, this is Top Gout Radio Production. Fuck, Fuck you, Danny. Hey, everybody. My name is Daniel, and I want to tell you about another Top Gout Radio show. Do you like movies? Good. I like movies, too. But the show isn't about movies. Do you like books? Good, because in Slow Readers, we discuss books. Gabe, do you like reading? Hate it. I've always hated it. Every episode covers a different book, such as Animal Farm. Um, I was also making ties with another empire. Uh-oh. Um, the Sith. Because, yep. Uh, basically, uh, the Emperor Palpatine was Napoleon. <laughs> Blackwater. Oh my god, this, this book is so painful. Yeah. I had to put it down repeatedly just to catch my breath. Yeah, yeah, no, I know that's, I know what that's like. And truly, our... you were in a car that landed in black water? Yeah, I dude, I know. I fucking killed a woman you like fought? this. You fought. Uh... <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. Um wrong side. Do you not like reading books? Well, that's also okay because you get to hang out with two pretty cool dudes. Join me, your host Daniel. She's like a pretty intelligent kid. Cause like her reaction to that is like, you never read the giver? You work in a bookstore. And and I and I was like really close to just snapping. I was going like, listen girl, I read a lot of other books, okay? <laughs> and my co-host Gabriel Mara, who co-hosts Sex and Violence. You love that guy, right? On air challenge, slow readers exclusive. Slow readers exclusive. Can Gabe fit God girl up his ass? <laughs> then you get hours and hours and hours of access to us rambling about various topics, such as politics. Gabe, what do you think about Donald Trump launching missiles? Let's hear it. No, but our one run in with the police. I took a breath to start. I'm like, no. <laughs> no, no, not going nope. that way. We're not a political podcast. Nope. Uh, we're just, we're just milk chugging right wingers though. <laughs> milk chugging. And books. Into the water. Pledged. Barrel to arms. The magicians. Wise blood. Ethan from. An object of beauty. So go ahead, continue enjoying sex and violence. The hot ass top gallant radio show about movies and punk rock stuff. And then when you're done with that, go ahead and button your dress shirt up to the neck, to the throat area, and then go ahead and give Slow Readers a spin. Go search iTunes and search up the name Slow Readers. Check us out, Slow Readers, comes out every Monday. You can also check us out on Twitter at Top Gallant Radio. And we are back from the break. Um, hey. I'm sure Danny had some wonderful choice words to mm-hmm. tell everybody. Go listen to Slow Readers if that's what he was doing, which I'm guessing that's what he was doing. Yeah. I realize we've, we've had a missed opportunity that whenever we did either Slow Readers here or we did a, we did a crossover week, we should have gotten Danny to do an impromptu improv ad again. It's a new one. Yeah. Because uh, we're going to be doing, uh, let's see, uh, episode 20 is coming up for us at Slow Readers. Wow. So we're kind of coming along the way. Getting there. Yeah. Getting way high up. He's a fun guest. Yeah. Good old Daniel. I liked guesting on your show because it was like, I just didn't have to do anything. Yeah. You just let Danny just I was run. like, just let Danny talk and jump in occasionally. Mm-hmm. Just throw in a, throw an opinion or a random pun. That's what yeah. I do. If you guys like the show, seriously, go listen to it. It's really funny to listen to Gabriel bitch at Danny. Yes. Which that, happens I, I fairly very, often. I have a very different dynamic of Danny. And it's just, it's more weird. I think it's more like a brotherly antagonism. I could see that, yeah. Yeah. Same coin. Yeah, same anyway, coin, different sides. Ryan, what did you see this week 
Fill in the nice people. Uh, anything no. sexy and violent? Uh, yes, but I haven't like seen any movies, anything new except for the movie we just discussed. But I did get but. my wife, Michelle my wife. Monaghan, yes, to agree to. She wanted to binge a show the one night. She was like, mm-hmm. "We should pick something we can binge together." I'm like, all right, because we watched um, Stranger Things together last year. We watched Westworld. So I had told her I was like, you know what? We should watch True Detective season one. I've seen it a million times. It is so awesome. I've been telling you for years to watch it. Let's go through and do it. So last week we watched episodes one through three. Okay. Last night four through six, and I figure that's the perfect way to break it up because yeah. the last two episodes take place that present day. Yeah. So three three, and then next week we'll finish up with uh, two. But she is surprisingly really enjoying it. I think it's the quality made show. Yeah, she is a big fan of Criminal Minds and mm-hmm. Law and Order SVU. I was like. Okay, it's like those shows, but a lot more fucked up. Yeah, super stylized yeah. as well. So um, she's finally Great understanding soundtrack. like all the random like lines we say to people. Like every time she watches like one of my favorites, she's like, "Oh, that's why you guys do that." <laughs> so like every time I'll see um, uh, my friend Jimmy, mm-hmm. I'll it, like within five minutes it'll devolve into True Detective quotes because sure. we were cooking together at the time when the show came out. And we would just crack each other up with McConaughey impressions. So mm-hmm. every time I see him, it's just like, Tom is a flat that circle. circle. My favorite one, it's always Tom's a flat circle. Yeah. So what time is it? Oh, I don't know. It's a flat circle? Yeah. That's a good line. Yeah. I like that. I'm going to just got to drop that one. Yeah. You can have that one. Listeners, copyright, sex and violence. Copyright. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm doing. And there's not really much on the pipeline. Uh, are you guys going to do season two? Because I know you haven't seen it. Well, you guys spoiled fucking everything for me at the bar the other day. Oh, I did do that, didn't I? Yeah, you fuckers did. Um, Oh, no, not everyone. Oh, okay. Well, I've heard such negative things. Walk in knowing it's not as good, and you will enjoy it more. Okay. I, 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 it's I, not. It's not that bad. People are like, we're like, it's just not season one. All over it. No, it's just not season one. It's like New Jersey. You have Jersey. to understand it's an anthology. I yeah, guess. It, it starts over again, and he does make some serious missteps in it that I think are, are just make it not that good. Like if I if this was if this was season one, I would have been like, oh yeah, there was some really cool, interesting stuff he did. I mean, I want to see him like narrow his focus. I think that um, what Pizzolatto did, which I think was the wrong move. Was he addressed the haters, which mm-hmm. is never a good idea. The people were like, can we have better female characters, please? And he tried to fix it and did not succeed. Instead, he just threw women into it. You don't think actual Michelle Monaghan was a good lead? No, I don't think so. Really? I think she's fine. Um, she's she does just a, a good victim, job. I guess. Exactly. That when, when he said he was bringing in Rachel McAdams to be a cool cop, I wanted more from her than for her to just be, you know... She she ends up dab like damselly and she does you, mm. in, you know when a movie says when it, when a female protagonist says I'm not just your average princess or I'm uh, not waiting to be rescued and then she gets kidnapped anyway just because you say that doesn't mean you're better you're, yeah. you're just hanging a lampshade it doesn't help just because you address your problem so I, I don't think it's not that bad it's even a lot of it's even really good I think that. What I've been always telling people is that if it was just about Colin Farrell and just Vincent Vaughn, if not adding up, uh, what's his fucking face? Gambit. Kitch. Taylor Kitsch and uh, Rachel McAdams, mm-hmm. it would have been a lot better. Okay. Instead, it's kind of lumpy, and then there's some weird. Uh... If you want to do a strong female hey, law enforcement character, I think you almost have to like look to uh, Jodie Foster. 
Oh yeah. As an inspiration. Hey, she... Veronica Mars is all you need. Really? I never watched Veronica Mars. It's you love detective stories and you love witty banter, you'll love it. It's fucking okay. great. Again, like I always say that Jessica Jones wishes it was Veronica Mars. Really? Yeah. Oh, hmm. it's far and away superior. Okay. Like it, it's so, uh, it's Kristen Bell? Yes. And okay. also Kristen Ritter. She was on uh she was on Veronica Mars. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a great, great show. If I can find my DVDs, I'll loan them to you. That's a great couple binge, because it's overarching mysteries across a long season, but also great, funny, tight, individual mysteries per episode. Isn't she? Isn't it like she's like teen detective? Uh-huh. Um, They do it really well. The whole premise of Veronica Mars is that... I guess I can't shit on that, because I love Brick. Yeah, so. that's great. Yeah, she's um, Veronica Mars is the daughter of the sheriff in an affluent town. And then when her best friend, like like the prince of the, the princess of the city, basically gets murdered mysteriously, oh. um, she like like no one knows who killed her. So when the sheriff starts thinking that there's more to dig under it, like the father's hiding something, they found the quote unquote killer. And when the sheriff's like, no, he's not the killer. Something's a foul here. He loses his whole reputation and everything. And so Veronica decides to stick with her dad and they're now pariahs in town. He becomes a private investigator and she helps him out with his cases and also tries to solve the personal mysteries going on. If they're like, who killed her best friend? Who sexually assaulted her at a party? Etc. It, it gets fucking real and it's really, really funny and smart. It's a great detective storytelling. Okay. Like, you're, you're my, like, you're the only other friend I have who's really, really into detective stories. You'll, like, fucking love Veronica Mars. Okay. It's just not streaming anywhere for whatever reason. Really? Yeah. They, so, did a, they did, like, the a movie recently, right? In the last the few movie years? You Can Skip. Yeah. Which really broke my heart. I was really bummed out about that. That it was kind of like... What that movie didn't need to be was a tying of loose ends. Mm. What you should have done was just tell did they a... Just, did it just get canceled that they had, like, loose ends? Yeah, unfortunately. It got canceled at... How many seasons? There's like, only three, three seasons. Okay. But they're all great. And really just ends abruptly. And then the movie's all like, oh, we're going to cram everything into 100 minutes. And you're like, don't, no, 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 no. Just tell me a detective story. Don't, don't try to add all this fan service stuff. It was a bummer. I think it was, uh, it could have been better as like, say, a Netflix thing. Yeah. I mean, this was before the whole Netflix originals thing, so. Oh, shit. Did you hear the, what Netflix bought? All of uh, Miller World? Yeah. Um, I, I, I will be watching with uh, Bated Breath. I'm not a big Miller fan, so... I, I, he does enough good that I think that if creators have the liberty to change things from his roots, it'll turn out good. I like Old Man Logan. Yeah. That's a, a good one. I like Wanted. Uh, <sighs> I, I was enjoying I like, some of Nemesis. Oh, the yeah, the white-cloaked guy. Yeah, basically, yeah. what if Batman was a villain? Yeah, which they got in trouble for, mm-hmm. for doing that whole... Batman and Joker bullshit. Yeah. What if Batman was the Joker? Sure. Okay, sure, whatever. Fine, fine. He more. just he has such a predilection towards like violence against women. Yeah. It, it's it's uh, it is pretty genuinely upsetting. It's it, it's it, it's misogynistic yeah, to a degree not, that I'm not, not charming. Like, yeah, it's like pick someone else. Yeah. Can, Come on, you can do better than that. Yeah, but there are things I want to keep that refrigerator door closed. Yeah. Very nice. Haha. Hey. Um, so yeah. How about well, I'll, you? I'll bring you my Veronica Mars DVDs when I find them. Beautiful, thank you. Is um, anything else this week for you? No, not really. I've just been digging around. That uh, So I've, I've been buying films on VHS for the show to see if there'll be good picks for it, because also all those VHS tapes that I wanted as a kid but couldn't afford because I was a tiny human, 
Um, I got a couple anime films that I mean to see, and I got a, um, what's it called? Not Samurai Resurrection. Whatever, Makai Tensho, the, Sh the Sunny Chiba movie, so I'm good at waiting that to get in the mail. But also what I got was this movie called Wicked City, which is kind of like a Ninja Scroll, which I mentioned earlier, mix of a little bit of Blade Runner. Uh, didn't finish it. I got to the second rape scene, mm -hmm. and I'm like, Let's let's see if this this pans out tomorrow. I'm gonna go watch something much more fun than this. Yeah. But the violence and the sex are kind of cool. It's a terrible, terrible dub, but kind of in a charming way. The narrator sounds like Harrison Ford from Blade Runner of all the negative implications. I was sure he was dead. He was dead. He was definitely dead. I used to be a Blade Runner, you know. Yeah. Where's my check? But besides that, I just watched uh a lot of Yu Yu Hakusho, one of my favorite anime shows. Okay. Yeah. The Dark Tournament Saga. Never so finished you're just that. watching a lot of anime. Yeah. No, I've been... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm adjusting to this new kind of extra workflow that I have, along with have taking my midday depression naps. So I have to try and find more time to work everything out. I have a, I'm trying to produce a new show for Top Gallant Radio, and I'm doing radio work for Auto Radio. And also, I have to do some editing stuff. I'm also producing a movie. I'm a busy bee, Ryan. Yeah, you are pretty busy. You fill your time with a lot of shit. Yeah, and I still find the time to take naps in my car. You lucky bastard. Yeah. It is almost nap season again for you. Yeah, it really is. Just get my blanket. Oh, no, a girl stole my blanket. I got it back from her. God damn it. Yeah. So you going to go back to naps and not drink Red Bull then? I try not to do the Red Bull thing at all anymore because uh -huh. like my energy drink consumption is starting to alarm me. I didn't notice you were drinking a club the other day. Yeah, a little better. Anyway... So that's what I've been watching. This is going to be a short episode. Yeah. A little bit. Oh, wait, no, we have one more thing to cover. Death Wish. Yes. Okay. And we're going to watch this trailer live on air. So, I watched um, it earlier this week. I watched it on Sunday. Wait, and I texted you is. about this, too. Go ahead. Oh, listeners, so uh, any Charles Bronson fans in the house will know all about the original Death Wish series. My parents named um, one of my boxers when I was a child Bronson. There you go. It's a good name for it. Charles Bronson. Oh, just like our... Yeah, anyway... So it's a, uh, you know, it's this awesome, really intense, kind of sad and gripping, violent action film about a man who's pushed to the edge after thugs kill his, oh, they, they assault his family. And so the first one anyway is super, super serious. <laughs> the first one's super serious. And then they made like four more of them and they got increasingly silly. Which, you know, is kind of against the whole... But it's, a, bit, it's a very... Again, like, I can imagine Death Wish being packed in that box that I talked about being sent to the directors. Yes. Of, like, you know, it's very dark, depressing, and, like, fucked up. Yeah, there, there wasn't... The typical, a typical, like, 70s movie. There was an attempt to, to remake it starring Kevin Bacon a couple of years ago. It was Hi. Death Something Else, but that was, supposed to, that was a really bleak kind of thing. So apparently the trailer for the Bruce Willis remake is weird. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet because I don't want to. And we're going to watch it now on this week's Trailer Park! Hey. So I always go to this. They have good trailers, so. Okay. Sway the morning, Shay 45. We got to talk about what's happening in Chicago. Already, that's dating your movie. Uh huh. Ooh. There's Sway from MTV. There's Dean Norris. Who's the girl? I love my family. The one they needed me most. Hi, Wawa. What if you're emergency? This man, they're breaking into my house. They think they're here. No. Hold on, this shoe. 
I don't know. And men who did it are out there. So there's nothing that you can do. Is that what you're saying? If a man really wants to protect what's his, I want to buy a gun. He has to do it for himself. Oh yeah. no! He's not directing it, is he? Yep. Well, that makes sense. My initial reaction to that, fuck you. That looks awful. Yeah. That looks awful. So I, I suggested to you via text that we should go see it yeah. and then watch the original Death Wish. I think that'll be coming up for us. What, so, is, what is that coming? November it November. is? Okay. Yep, that'll be coming up in November. That looks fucking terrible. Yeah. Don't ever use Back in Black. Don't do it. Just don't ever do it. Unless you are John Favreau in Iron Man. That's the only good use I've seen of that song in a million years. Don't don't use it. Don't AC, use it, Eli. AC DC in movies is just dorky. Just, just to don't me. don't do it. It's 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 lame. ACDC's cool. Good song. Fun stuff. Whatever. You're not lame yeah. if you like ACDC. I I will not I don't have the same taste as you. Whatever. But that's so fucking tacky. Like that's embarrassing. I Yeah. That that looks Deeply embarrassing. I'm telling you right now that they targeted that release date because that's when John Wick 1 came out. Thinking that you can get like a cool, like kind of action thriller in the fall, and they just tried to do it. Like, Death Wish is not that movie. No. You know what? Death Wish is not, it's not fun. You know what we should also consider doing in addition, either in addition to or instead of? We watch Blue Ruin. Is that the other one from... Yes. Yeah. Which, um, I've been told, is a green room version of Death Wish. Where if you... What happens if you realistically try to pull some Death Wish shit, and it's awesome, I hear. Okay. So that's, let's put that on the on the possible list as well, because that looks terrible! That look, dude, it looks like fucking dog shit. It looks very, very bad. Yeah. So, listeners, go watch the trailer. You can just turn out, like, initial reactions and just yeah. audio of it, but, like... I, I want to take a picture of my face and just, like, grimacing at it. Like, I, I don't even want to meet the kind of person who's, like, in the theater and be like, Ticket, I'll take it, soul. soul. That, that trailer's got Casey, me. you got it. Like, yeah. It's the kind oh, of guy who fuck. wears, like, his hunting, like, shades of the really terrible colors on top of his cap. Mm-hmm. Just don't be that it's, guy. It's camo shorts. Just don't don't you know be what, that guy. Here. Here's my assessment. The kind of guy who would go see that is probably dating or married to the kind of chick who wants to go see uh, 
what's her face get her uh, train run on her by three dudes. Hmm. That stupid movie I keep. Oh, the Reese Witherspoon movie. Yeah, Reese Witherspoon. What's it called? Fucks three guys. I don't know. As a really generic title, like it's, Three's Company. I don't know. Like literally every time that trailer comes, and I see like, like some like someone is always in the audience and giggles at a line, and I'm just like, I I I want to beat the shit out. Like, ugh. this is what does. God damn it! It makes me so mad. Why I don't. I don't know why a trailer and the people who enjoy it make me so mad. I'm jumping on your train. I don't know why I have to be such a judgmental <laughs> asshole and I can't let people like things, but this is not a good movie. because no, this bodes badly for us. Like, why don't people have... Like, why don't they have better taste? Yeah. Don't give them your money. Let... 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 See good things. Let's make good yeah. things. Don't... <sighs> like, we're, we're literally gonna... Like, that is going to be, like, the top of the box office that week. I, I hope not. It's opening against It. Oh, it's gonna crush it. You think? Yeah, dude. Like, horror movies always perform really well. And uh, Bruce Willis is not a box office draw anymore. And uh, I think peop- enough people are not going to... No, I mean, gonna... uh, uh, it's going up against the thing. What? The girl movie, not Bruce Willis. Oh, no. Yeah, no. The girl movie is going to destroy. It's not... Yeah. I think maybe opening weekend, it might do better. And then I think Reese this movie is probably going to crush it. Hmm. I know it is, and that, that's what kills me about this fucking world that I live in. Mm-hmm. I've been watching too much True Detective. I'm turning into fucking Russ Cole. Yep. God I don't know. damn it. it uh, fuck you all. It, it's, it, is, it hurts my stomach, and it makes me very sad. Yeah. I don't know if there's any other trailers that I watched recently that like, affected me as much as these two in particular. No, I can't think of anything else that bothers me. That they exist. Yeah. Only it's, you know, uh, actually, the, maybe the one thing that will make me upset more than that is when you go see like a like I don't I, I don't know if you see any kids movies in theaters. I try to see all the good ones anyway. Kids trailers are the worst because they are the worst fucking jokes and they're just the worst cash grabs. It's I I never watched a trailer for the Emoji movie because I knew it was gonna fill me for age. Oh, I've seen a trailer for it. it, it you'll. Yeah. Yeah, it, that, and you know that our, our kids are gonna watch these things, and they're gonna be like, "I want to see that." It's like, "No, you're not. We're like, gonna we, go I see Spun Noki in theater." I think we were lucky that we came up in like the golden age yeah, of Disney's like Disney movies. Age. Yeah, before like, we got a, a lot of machine. really good stuff. Mm-hmm. Even like, what was the last one that came out? Like, even your lower hitters, like um, Brother Bear. Like uh, maybe no, they're Punch all they're all pretty Dram. they're all pretty big. All mm-hmm. of them are good. I love I'm them. About I'm a big Disney guy. There's not, there's not a bad like Disney movie. Yeah. In that era, I mean, there's some bad '90s movies. Oh, for like, sure. Like peppered in there, but mm-hmm. they're like, um, I don't know, what's a bad one? I, I like generally a lot of the '90s ones. A Troll yeah. in Central Park. Mm-hmm. Great. Is it Rankin and Bass? Uh, I don't think it is. Not. I don't know. Well, no, and then those, the, what's the dinosaur people. one? Where the dinosaurs? They're back. Land Before Time. No. Oh, we're back. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, that always comes back to me. I think about the terrible like SNES game. Yeah. Oh, that movie's so fucked up and dark. Haven't seen it in a while. Oh, we should watch it for the show. Okay, done. <laughs> There's a lot of, like, like dino dicks, right? Yeah. Nice. Giant, giant, giant swing, swinging dinosaur dicks. sexual tyrannosauruses. Yes, which will be much better than Death Wish. Yeah. That looks so bad, Ryan! I know. I don't want to be judgmental of people's taste or anything like that, but I'm, I am. We're a punk rock movie podcast. Fuck you. Your taste is terrible. Yeah. Just have better taste. Just stop it. Just stop. Like, you know somebody, like, is going to make their top ten of the year, and that's going to be someone's number one. 
with every other like superhero movie that came out. Don't be wrong, I like superhero movies. Yeah, I love superhero movies. But like, because I, 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 I try to be a populist. I see, I try to see as many movies as possible, even bad ones. And I try to give a bad one a chance. Like I will continually say, Baywatch was not that bad. It was not a 17% movie. It was like a 60% movie, but not 17. Come yeah. on, people. But Death Wish, like, it's not even my, my, my bedwetting pussy whip um, liberal agenda. Mm-hmm. I think that looks bad and dumb. Yeah. It looks fucking dumb. It is so, it is so, like, yeah, not to bring up a, a political stance on it, it is so playing to, like, a right wing crowd. Mm-hmm. I want to buy a gun. Oh, fuck so off. The, finally, someone said it. It's finally, like, oh. a white man can stand up to these black criminals uh, on the street. Like, what the, Are you fucking kidding me? This is the agenda that we're pushing fucking. in our fucking movies. <sighs> oh, my God. You know what my crowd's going to be? What? I'm going to love everyone in the theater for Blade Runner. Yes, That'll please. be a communal experience. Those, mm-hmm. those are like our people. Yeah. Like, Please be good. Intellectual, like sci-fi intellectual. Yes. I, I, yeah. I love good imagery. I love action movies, too. John Wick yeah. was amazing. But like, Yeah. We need to stop. Yeah. All right. All right. So, yeah, uh, so that's, you know, I think a lot of the shows become, we have a, a good, nice conversation about a movie, and then we rant angrily for 40 minutes. Yeah, we just literally did that's that. That's what we I, did. Oh, I can't, uh, I'm going to have a fucking aneurysm. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring you those Veronica Mars things as quickly as possible. He can bathe in them. They're just yeah, great. Just rub them all over. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, will, you will see why people love Kristen Bell. Okay. I will never not love I her. I think she's extremely charming. I, I like... And the commercials with her and her husband are charming. Mm, Seems like yes. a great couple. Did you see Chris Pratt and Anna Faris broke up? Yeah. That's sad. That is very sad. Not to be like the Hollywood watcher, but like... No, they, I mean, they were always affects in the, us. We're fans of them. They were always in like the, the, the all the interviews and shit. Just be like, oh, we love each other so much. You're like, ah, you're both adorable. You're both so funny. Oh, we just watched Charming People's Love Die. It's just unfortunate. Yeah. Oh, well. Best to both of them. Yeah. I love you. Good luck, guys. Hey, Amy Poehler found love with Nick Kroll after her and, uh, um... Arnett broke up. Yeah. And now that's a whole new comedy match. It's lovely. Yeah. Good things for both, I hope. Yeah. So. Well, that's been our show. Yeah, that's been oh, suck. Oh, Brian, you want to plug for us quick? Yeah, sure. Uh, you can find us on the Twitters at SNV Podcast. Mm. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Tango Light Cash. Yeah. Uh, you're going to find just pictures of me making cocktails at work. Uh, you can also find both Gabriel and myself every Friday and Saturday night at the bookstore Speakeasy in beautiful Southside Bethlehem. Yeah, buddy. That's 336 Adams Street. And yeah, we're doors open at 5, making drinks till late. Yeah, buddy. So we got some uh, movie cocktails sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got some charming Whatever company. You if you write a review of the show on iTunes and you can prove it to us that it's you, we will buy you a drink. Fuck yeah. Just come in, sit right down. Give it five stars and be like, hey, I'm writing this review right now. If you can't think of anything to write, we'll give you something to write. Like, five stars. Ryan is the fucking man with the biggest dick I've ever seen. And Gabriel's there. Yeah. And I'll be like, good stuff. Here's your free drink. Yeah, that's that's a review. That would be good. Yeah. Uh, for me, everyone, you can find me on a Twitter at gmara number four serious and at an Instagram at tumbledrive5wise. Both of those will take you to my Tumblr, which is short fiction, uh, cocktail recipes, nonsense, photographs, blah, blah, blah. Also, listen to Slow Readers, the other Top Gout radio podcast where Daniel Reichel and I talk about books. We talk at length about books. Uh, we're just finishing up our guest, uh, our summertime guest series. He calls it a killing spree for whatever reason. A Daniel, killing spree? Daniel could not think of a way to say guest series, so I called it a guest spree, and that turned into killing spree. 
Yeah, I heard Gaspery when I was listening to yes. it. Yes. Yeah. So listen to that. Please review that show on iTunes as well. I think it's also on Stitcher. At least it better be Daniel. So in any case, do that. Come see us at the bookstore. Yeah, it's fun times. So. Um, any ideas for next week, Ryan? Uh, yeah. Uh, or are you going to spring it on me? Um, I am thinking that I want to do A Guide to Recognizing Your Saints. Oh, right, all right. That's the one that I'm, I've kind of wanted to do for a while now. Do it for a while? It's, um, yeah, the, the guy who wrote the movie and is the, the lead character was uh, in the 80s signed to, like, at the time, the biggest recording contract ever, and then his album tanked. Hmm. Yeah, and then he became a director. Fun. Tito Montiel. It's like, like McGee. Yeah, so it's it's pretty good. It's one of those um, first movies back for RDJ. Oh, word. Yeah, it's uh, it's like two time periods, so you get to see them as kids in the 80s, like growing up in New York, and then like present day, like 2006. When cool. Dude's I've always wanted to see it. I've just never gotten around to it. You like it. It's like kind of like a down and dirty like New York movie. Sweet. Like just like the streets. Just like me. Yeah, so I, I think you'll find it pretty good performances in it are all solid across the board. So, cool. Yeah, that's where I think we're going with it. So. All right. So, so that's oh, that, people. Yeah, that is the, the horn that says goodbye. It's the goodbye horn for the so, song that never ends. For Sex and Violence, I'm Ryan Snyder. I'm Gabriel Murrah. Bye, guys. Bye.